Hi, hi, hi. Hello. Hi. Uh, this is a podcast. You've listened to this podcast before, chances are. Hmm. Um, we've, uh, you know, been done for a few weeks now with our uh, ranking of all the MCU stuff. So uh, we just did movies. We could rank, I guess, our TV shows. And maybe this is how we do this. But we've talked about some of the our favorite TV shows in the MCU. Uh, this is uh, Dad Pod's family. I'm Shane. And I'm Michael. And I just started talking. Um, but today we're going to talk about Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which I think is a good show. Yeah. But, you know, it's, it's got some weaknesses. It does. It has some highs, though, too. Uh-huh. Some definite def- highs. So, and I, I like what they do. Yeah, it's definitely got what it, what it has going for it. In terms of the Disney Plus shows that we've seen so far, it's got some great action scenes. Definitely. Um, the other the other Disney Plus shows like WandaVision, Loki tended to be a little bit more, you know, character driven, psychological psychological stuff going on, some yeah. weird um, time jumping, reality morphing kind of stuff. This is a this is a standard. Hey, there's bad guys over there. Let's get them. Yeah, and where the action in WandaVision, if anything, was a detriment, the action in this is a clear high point. Oh show. yeah, without the without it, it would be kind of I think it would be kind of boring. Without yeah, there, there's some good stuff that they study in this, where they went places that other Marvel shows have not gone. And we'll get into that, which is yeah. great. Speaking of things with high points, though, you should thank you for listening to Dad Pods. Please rate and subscribe. Rate and subscribe and review. You, can, you know what you can do? You can unsubscribe and then resubscribe and yes. rate again. And then you can get lots of ratings. And know that the only rating you're allowed to give is five stars. That's the only five one that stars. works. Why would you... Why, I mean, if you're going to rate something, why would you rate it anything lower than? I I don't know why. I mean, I think we're pretty good, but also yeah. like, if you're going to go through all the effort to rate, just go ahead and give us a five star. Yeah. Unless you hate us, and if you hate us, stop listening. Yeah, you don't have to subscribe or no, rate. I'm not telling you to listen. Yeah. In fact, if you don't like this, hang up now. Hang up now. Listen I give you phone. full permission. Yeah. Stop now. Stop. I'll give you time. Forever. everybody else will just wait until these idiots with the with their you know attitude decide they don't want to listen anymore are they gone okay they're gone now okay they're gone Great. all right so um we usually start with some mcu news and notes yeah uh it's kind of a little bit of a downside uh we're in between projects moon Knight is going on right now mm-hmm. um it's it's pretty good i like it a lot it's got some flaws too but uh it's it's very interesting well acted and weird so I have a confession to make about Moon Knight. Even though I am a, a part of a podcast that talks mm-hmm. about the MCU, I have not seen an episode of Moon Knight. A single episode. A single episode. And okay. I'll tell you why. Uh, we are in peak TV and I've been obsessed with Severance. Yes, we, uh, we finished that one too. Um, it's so good. Yeah. And that is taking up all my time right now. Yeah. yeah. This is not a Severance podcast. Though, no. But go watch so, that. Yeah. So, uh, but do watch it. I mean, maybe we'll have an episode where we talk about it. I think we talked. We decided we were going to talk about Kenobi when it comes out. Yeah. Um, and it's not part of the MCU technically, though. Star Wars comics is part of the Marvel fanboy. So it counts. So we're going to talk about Kenobi because I'm super excited about a show when it comes out next month. Yep. But uh, we did get a finally got a, t- a trailer for uh, Thor: Love and Thunder, mm-hmm. which looks pretty crazy. At did it also featured great music little guns mm-hmm. and roses this time yeah and um, uh wow we got our first view of uh the return of natalie portman to the MCU. yes um i'm i'm still kind of shocked that she's come she's come back full circle yeah she clearly we talked about it like you know probably a year ago now when we were talking about uh the first two thor movies she didn't look like she wanted to be part of this at all no no <laughs> she was just like I, I, I'm pretty sure in a couple of scenes, she just like was looking at her watch. Hmm. It's like, am I done yet? Yeah. Have I, have I have fulfilled all of my contractual obligations? Do you think she left her cell phone in her pocket while being on set and perhaps while right. being filmed? Right. Pro- probably a little bit like, uh, you know, like, like Ben Simmons' first practice with the Philadelphia 70s this year, yeah. where he was like just in basketball shorts, but it clear, clearly his phone was in his pocket. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm not a professional basketball player, but I, I do sometimes have to run after the dog. Uh, uh-huh. It's not great to have shorts on and have your cell phone in there. Absolutely not, because they, it, it knocks around. You're likely to lose it 
by it falling out of your um, pocket. You know, yeah. it's just, there's lots of things that can go wrong. So, so yeah, <laughs> speaking of disinterested <laughs> professionals. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, but she's come back and she's going to be Thor, the mighty yep. Thor. She's got Mjolnir, looks like it's reconstituted. And, She's got the uh, helmet and cape. Yeah. So. Yeah. And for those of you familiar with the comics, this is this isn't something. This isn't woke Disney adding this. This no. is hundred percent from the comics. Yeah. And in fact, in the comics, uh, it saves Jane Foster's life. Mm -hmm. uh, she is dying of cancer, um, probably due to the fact that she's studying cosmic stuff all the time. A lot of radiation. A lot of, a lot of radiation, and she's able. She becomes worthy in the. Her being Thor actually allows her to, you know, save herself. All right. So, but Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yes. <clears throat> um, I was going to change the format for this, but then I just decided to do a really general okay. synopsis. I'm calling it a synopsis, not a recap this time. Okay. Oh, are we going to do it in one minute? Sure. Why not? All right. Three, two, one, go. Okay. Falcon and the Winter Soldier are dealing with a post blip world without their best friend, Captain America. Their acrimony is put to the test as they are thrust together as a team to combat an international group of terrorists superpowered by a version of super soldier formula intent on recreating conditions during the blip. Falcon struggles with the burden and responsibility of taking up the Captain America mantle and Winter Soldier is living with the guilt of being an assassin for decades. They have to fight a fake Captain America, use Baron Zemo as an ally and push up against an international conspiracy they don't fully understand. Nailed it. 34 seconds. That was really, and it actually, I told you nothing. This is the kind of synopsis that you would get, like, back in the day, you would get on the, like, a video cassette. Yeah. If you were, like, Blockbuster checking this out. Yeah, very well done. You, you could be a copy editor for a Blockbuster, if that exists. You know what? I, it's unfortunate that that's no longer a, a solid business model, because that would be a great, uh, I would love to write little I think the words on the back of the video cassette. I think there is still one blockbuster left. I see it. There's like a Twitter Alaska account. Or something, yeah. yeah. And uh, they were very happy that they outlasted Quibi. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I miss going to a video store. It was fun. It was fun. It was like a, it was like a, it was a, it was a thing. You went there, you spent like a half hour at mm -hmm. least picking out what kind of movie you had to, you couldn't just go with any movie that was, you know, available in the world. Like, yep. like last night, we ended up watching um, Steve Martin. I, Steve Martin was trending yesterday on Twitter for reasons I don't remember why. Yeah. Uh, but there were good reasons. There were, it was mostly like, is Steve Martin funny? And and the, the resounding answer is of course. Yeah. So we ended up watching um, Father of the Bride. Mm -hmm. This holds up, by the way. Mm -hmm. um, and just going through, like, I, well, I watched a bunch of trailers for a bunch of Steve Martin movies. And it, it's fine that you can just, like, you know, get a Steve Martin movie on demand anytime you want. But you know, back in the day, you'd have to, you know, they only had, like, one copy of the jerk. Right. And you had to uh, make sure that you, uh, you know, got there in time. Like, somebody could take it and not return it. Within yeah. Days. Well, so here's my proof for why that was better. You would go with friends and you know try to pick out the movie or your family, whoever it might be. That experience was always regarded as fun. They were going uh -huh. to the store. People would look forward to it. Yeah. When you are scrolling through Netflix without having decided what to watch, no one considers that fun. Right. Because you can't, you can't, there's only one driver of the machine, right? Mm -hmm. So like I can scroll through or my son can scroll through, or my wife can scroll through on the Apple TV or whatever you're you're scrolling through. And you can't you can't just like okay i'm gonna walk down over here and go down the action aisle you know i'm gonna sneak away and look at the the sort of the soft core smut for a minute <laughs> you know just all kinds of stuff it's like okay i'm not gonna I, i'm gonna go look and see if there's a you know a stand-up comedians thing that i might want to rent you know just, just kind of you have a you have autonomy you're not yeah. standing there right next to your significant other or your parents or whoever and just going through each one and you're reading the back of the, the movie to each other. That's not how you went through. You just kind of spread out and then you come back to your mom or your, your significant other and you're like, hey, what about this? Doesn't this look fun? Yep. And then you try to convince one another. Yeah. Now you fight, you maybe you fight about it, but you have at least you know, 15, 20 minutes of, of pleasure. 
rather than oh, you're scrolling through this i'm just going to go into the kitchen and do this other thing yeah yeah it's it's totally annoying i even think for the person scrolling through it's not that much fun there's nothing mm -hmm. visceral about it there's no physicality yeah so hey hey netflix this is why you lost a lot of money you got to figure out an interface that is at least as much fun as walking through the aisles at blockbuster yeah and how they do that is going to be um determine whether or not they're going to survive as mm -hmm. yep so. all right so that's uh so falcon and the winter soldier <laughs> back to this um, and i will say I, I, it was a little bit nostalgic. It, it's got an old school action movie sort of style to it. Yeah. Um, it's it's very, very light on plot. I think we'll, we'll get to some of the reasons why maybe that was, but uh, um, a couple of dad servations. Um, great opening action scene. Oh yeah. It's a Falcon for, for reasons. There's like, there's like a bad guy plane and then the bad guy plane has little people with, with, with flying suits jump out of them too. Yeah. So it was great because, you know, Falcon's in a flying suit, so he flies after them. And it's like, I don't know why they had the suits. It seems like it'd be safer to stay in the plane. It's but cool. It was cool. Reason. It was yeah. definitely cool. Yeah. But it was, uh, if anybody remembers uh, Captain America Winter Soldier, the main bad guy in this opening scene is Batrock the Leaper. Hmm. Or, you know, um, Batrock. Yeah. I don't really call him the leaper in this thing. In, Good change. Uh, in, yeah. In the comics, he's he's the he's the leaper, and his power is that he can jump kind of high. Nothing more lame as a superpower than being able yes. to jump slightly better than the average human being. Yeah, because I don't even know that he's like he's not like Spider-Man level jumper either. No, he's, he's just like, like Twice as good as jumping as the next Yeah, year. like 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 if you're he could maybe like if you're running through an alley or something, he could jump up and grab a uh like a fire escape kind of mm -hmm. in New York. So good on him. Way to go, Batrock. Batrock. And he's French, so you know, mm. but, hmm. uh, could he out play? jump Rudy Gobert? No, it's a good question. Could he jump over Rudy Gobert? Hmm. That could give him some value. See, he should have done that. Yeah, in this, I think he's played by a uh, UFC fighter, um, George St. Pierre. Hmm. Um, yeah, so uh, really good action scenes in general, but this one in particular kind of opens the movie, I mean, it opens the show. Yeah. Um, it's a long scene too. It's a good two minutes or so of uh, you know flying around and lots so, of aerial photography. Right, there, there's an action scene later that is, I will say plot-wise more impactful, but in terms of spectacle, this might be the best one. I remember it really well. And dare I say, when I watched it, I thought of it as Mission Impossible-esque. That's how much praise I'm giving to it. Yeah, I was going to say Mission impossible -esque, maybe even like uh, Top Gun. Yeah. You know, from the aerial photography standpoint, because um, it lasts so long. It's got just crazy stuff that happens. He's, he's in and out of planes. He's, you know, he's fall he goes in the free fall he's got the wings it's, it's cool it looks expensive yeah i am I'm, I'm really surprised that they decided to to go with this as a disney plus show and then have that kind of spectacle because that would have looked awesome on a big screen so we know there's going to be another captain america movie right right so maybe we're going to see some version of this going forward sure but it's just interesting that they would, that they would, you know, do this as a six episode or eight episode Disney Plus show and not um, really and have and hold and not hold back that kind of scene mm -hmm. from from a, from a movie. But yeah, anyway. well, I think this has to do with the history of like when this series was greenlit and the purpose yeah. of it. Disney Plus was announced. Now we live in an era where Disney Plus is a huge hit. We know this mm -hmm. to be a fact. Uh, <laughs> And as we talked about, they had to steal market share from Netflix, which apparently they've done. Yes, they have. I think they've got more of a market share now. Oh, wow. I didn't realize that it actually eclipsed it, but like they, they had a lot of room to grow. Mm -hmm. And uh, we were in the begun these streaming wars have. So Disney Plus had to make a huge splash. So spending as much money on a TV show as you spend on a movie was not, not out of line at that point in time. No. And it's also, I think, why Disney Plus, Disney in general, has been perfectly fine releasing movies during the pandemic directly yep. to the format and being like okay you know black widow that'll bring you know 
X amount of subscribers to our platform for at least a month. Right. Um, you know, the challenge for all these streaming places is going to be figuring out how to keep people past, you know, that, that initial sort of month that takes them to watch a particular show that they come there for. Right. I think it's why it's smart that they sort of, there's something new on Disney Plus and it's pretty high quality nearly every month. Yeah. So like, you know, we've got Moon Knight this month. Next month is Kenobi. We're going to get uh, uh, Miss Marvel later in the summer. Yep. So, and then by the time the next, that, after that, you're probably going to get your release of Doctor Strange for that. Um, it's coming out in the theaters next month, but then, you know, it'll be in Disney Plus in like four months. You know, it's this kind of cycle of always having something important kind of released. Yeah. And I think they actually do a great job too of like the sort of made for TV movies. There's always like on the off non-blockbuster weeks, there's a little movie that's, that has appeal. My family actually really likes these kinds of things. There were things based on books that the kids have read, or there was a, there was a sports movie, what was called safety or free safety or something like that. That was okay. pretty good. Like a standard, like sports movie. Well, when you think about like, like the Disney channel prior to Disney plus, I mean, that's just basically what, where everything is kind of gone. Right. Um, it used to, you know, put out good content, like original content too. Right. Um, not just, you know, reruns of stuff from 1974. It's, mm-hmm. you know, it's solid stuff. And I think that's that's where Netflix is really falling behind. They, they stopped putting money into their original content. And we're just like, okay, we can get people here with, you know, Criminal Minds and episodes of The Office or whatever. And yeah. As soon as, Netflix- you, as soon as you lose those things, then you, then you, uh, you can struggle. Netflix seems to have bet heavily on the reality shows, the cheap cooking reality mm-hmm. shows not the good ones i'm going to leave out everyone's favorite a great pitch baking show but like <laughs> is it cake you know some of the stuff is fun is it cake right. sure uh i'm not like i have a hard time justifying paying over 20 bucks a month uh-huh. for that and then shows that are very much they 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 used to seem to go for the hbo model and mm-hmm. now they're going for like the cw model doesn't yeah, really we'll make see. sense. So, I mean, along those lines, so I think um, the numbers will spike back up when Stranger Things comes out. I think that's either next month or the month after. Yeah. Um, but that's now season four of Stranger Things, and I don't know that they've got too much more. And I, I get, my guess is they're going to throw all the money they have at, an, at another season. <laughs> I, I think it takes so. A while, it takes a while for them to make a season and have it released. So, yeah. you know, those kids are now 74 years old. Yeah, if you look at the trailer for that, like, yeah, those kids are getting darn old. I think, and I, I think the kids are adults now. Yeah, and I don't know if the creators really want to keep doing it. Yeah. So circling it all the way back, this show, early Disney Plus, great spectacle. Yes, yes. Um, continuing on, yes, we're talking about talking to children. Uh, I, I like Daniel Buell as uh, Zemo. Yep. I think he was really good. Um, he didn't get a really chance to to be funny and charming as Baron Zemo in the the, the, the Civil War movie, Captain yeah. America Civil War movie. Uh, and he was the he was the quote unquote main villain, but he was largely like a kind of a side villain because Tony Stark is really the, the main mm-hmm. adversary or antagonist, however you want to put it, in that film. Um, he was largely a villain and you know did lots of bad stuff, but also was a lot of he did he did he did a good job with very little screen time but um yeah. you get us you get to see a little bit more of his character a little bit more of his acting chops a little bit more of what he can do in this right. uh, in you this get to see him dancing that was a meme <laughs> it was a meme uh you also get to see him with the the uh the very controversial purple mask that yes. baron zemo wears yes like a ski mask it's it's super goofy that the comic book character always has this purple mask over his face yeah in the days when you had to let's face it like every comic book character they all kind of have the same face Mm -hmm. because they they've all learned from kind of the same book of like well this is the idealized face yes so to distinguish them you have to do something funky with their hair or costume mask that's why wolverine has like like clown hair that goes off like yes <laughs> you have to break up the silhouette somehow and vary the colors so costumes are a great way to do that yeah and comic books have a lot more purple 
Oh yeah. Than 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 there is in real in the real world. A I, lot of people, yeah. people wearing purple. I think that's because of, if you've ever looked at the printable colors, like the dots, they show that mm -hmm. on, on, on the side of a comic book. If you ever look at the, it's like the first page upper right, you can see the kinds, the cyan, the red, whatever. Right. Mm -hmm. I think that purple is really easy to get to come out. Yeah. And I also, I think, I mean, I, that, isn't that the story behind um, uh, the Hulk? He was yep. originally gray and they went and they started doing green just because they couldn't recreate the gray again or something with the colors. Yeah, that's really it's tough. Like, oh, it's green. green. It, Green's better. There you go. Done. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so the actor that plays Zemo, apparently he was, actually, he was popular in Germany mm -hmm. like, for all of their teen dramas. Imagine if like Dawson from Dawson's Creek suddenly becomes this most menacing supervillain. Well, it did in episodes in uh, Criminal Minds. Two-part oh, episode. That's right. He, Tobias Henkel, I believe, is the character he plays. He nearly kills uh, 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 Spencer Reed and gets him addicted to Dilaudid. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Yeah. From 12 years ago. For a show <laughs> with like 20 seasons. <laughs> yes. But um, as, as we know, I've seen every episode of Criminal Minds like seven times. So. Yeah. Um, but yes, your point is well taken. That, uh, yeah, we, we probably could have used a teen drama actor that didn't happen in 1997, but perhaps. You know, <laughs> but this is dad pods, not kid pods. Yes. Um, uh, we get a Sharon Carter heel turn. Mm -hmm. She she reveals herself to be the power broker. At the end of this show, she uh, uh, has gotten her job back at the CIA and is, is planning on being a bad person. Yeah. That that's what it seems like. I'm not entirely convinced that she's going to be bad. I, maybe this is part of me. I refuse to believe it as a big sure. fan of uh, the Winter Soldier movie. Yeah. And seeing how uh, heroic she is in there. I don't think we fully know everything. Now, she's definitely doing things that are bending the law and perhaps well, goodness. Well, she, so she kills two characters in the, in the final uh, battle. Yeah, that does happen. <laughs> it's kind of bad. Yeah, kind of bad. Uh, maybe it's a scroll. Scrolls aren't evil, though. Well, you know, we do have this uh, secret invasion show coming up yep. next year, um, and we are going to get so we, the the star of that show is uh, Samuel Jackson. Mm -hmm. So you know, maybe we do get you know some bad scrolls that are infiltrating pieces of uh, our governments around the world. Possible. Very possible. Um, yeah, that's a that's a. It's an oft-used comic, uh, particularly in the MCU, with Skrulls um, comic book uh, storyline. Happened a couple of times with the Skrulls. Yep. They sort of infiltrate. They take over certain people. Like Captain America has been a Skrull. All kinds of weird stuff. Can happen with you can either get your Skrulls or your uh, life model decoys. Those LMDs are also a big thing. Um, it wasn't me. It, it was the robot that looks exactly like me. Right, right. It could also, I mean, there's also one other possibility is that she's like deep, deep cover, right? She could mm -hmm. be still working for Fury. Right. Yeah. And yeah. the people that she killed are actually very evil. Yeah. Or, you know, she did it just to keep her cover. I mean. Right. You know, uh, Many things. Yeah. Um, we get a bromance. Hell yeah. Right. Uh, between uh, between uh, uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. You know, it's right there in the title. Right there in the title. Um, it's even got like a, the same structure of one of these action romantic comedies. Yeah. A little bit like uh, uh, Night and Day with uh, Cameron Diaz and um, Tom Cruise. Um, uh, or Romancing the Stone from way back in the day. Um, the characters really don't like each other. Uh, they're thrust together by work. Yep. Uh, one character tries to change the other. Bucky's trying to convince... Um, uh, uh, Sam that he's got to be Captain America. He gave the shield to you for a reason. Uh, that other character changes, but not for this person. Changes them, changes in, in their own way, in their own time. Um, and then you know, there's a there's a lovely uh, sex scene at the end. Wait. Oh well, people miss that. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it's in the deleted scenes. Yes, I mean there is a very very homoerotic. Uh, uh, you know, montage of you know, uh, Sam training. Yeah. It's got a little bit of, you know, Rocky three 
like if you've seen Rocky Three and the training montages they have, yep. there's this uh, they're racing along the beach in like tank tops and shorts, <laughs> and they're, they're both both Rocky and Apollo are just like totally roided out, like super super uh, muscular, and yep. they're just running. And you know, Rocky finally beats Apollo in a foot race. I don't know how he got faster. <laughs> Suddenly, yeah, that that's by training. Yeah, but anyway, yeah. Maybe he finally kept putting uh, weights on his ankles or something mm -hmm. until it was evened out. Yeah, uh, that does remind me of a story. So, so one of the stories I've heard about the actor Anthony Mackie was uh, so one of the the Ringer podcasts. They talked about the one time uh, one of the hosts managed to see Anthony Mackie was at a club in Atlanta, just drenched in sweat <laughs> because he was he was partying all night long, and that is how I like to remember Falcon just. Just glistening with, with his musculature. <laughs> montage. montage, wonderful. So yes, it's great montage. He's like he's throwing the, the shield up against trees. He puts like these football pads on the trees so they don't. I guess he doesn't cut it up and down. <laughs> so how does that work? Like why didn't it just cut the pads? You know, it, it, maybe they were made of vibranium rubber. <laughs> That's a very expensive wrestling pads. I, 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 yeah, I don't know. You know, because sometimes I, what the shield does is absolutely right. Yeah. Spider-Man was absolutely right. It doesn't obey the law of physics. Yes. So we just have to, you know, uh, go with that. It's a really fun scene. Just seeing seeing Sam sort of figure out how to catch the thing because, you know, Chris Evans as Captain America has the super soldier advantage. Yeah. So he can just catch it. We've seen Bucky just catch it. Yeah. Well, he also has a super soldier formula. Right. And we've seen um, when we and we saw the other guy catch it too. The, yeah. the fake Captain America. Yeah, fake Captain manages to catch it without the formula and then catch it with the formula too. Right. Right. Um, yeah. But he gets a lot of time to train. Like we see that, like mm -hmm. they give him the shield. And he's was some sort of like all-star athlete. Catch it. Sam, Sam's cool, but he's like a dude. Yeah. He's, he's a dude who like, you know, works out. He does, we don't, we know that he really runs. works out. Yeah, he yeah. runs. He's not as fast as Captain America. Yeah. But perfect. And always on the right. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, this is a great montage. This is a classic. This, mm -hmm. this scene, that whole episode is, is tremendous. Yeah. And that was, I, I think, was that the penultimate episode? Yeah, this is the one that made me think every Disney Plus show would have the penultimate episode be the best one. Yeah, penultimate is a word that no one knew before before um, before television shows. Yeah, it's the next to last. It's a yeah. it's a weird idea that we've got um, a word that means next to last. I think we could just say next to last. You could, um, but we have this word penultimate. It's way cooler. It is. It's awesome. Yeah. Um, so uh, we get a new Captain America by the end. It's, we do. Spoiler alert: it's, it's it's Falcon. In fact, Sam Wilson. And we don't. And it, at the end of the show, the the, the end credits say Captain America. And the Winter Soldier. Yeah. They don't say Falcon. And the Winter Soldier. Yeah. Well, so we have that, and then we also have our uh, our fake Captain America. We still. do, and he's. <laughs> And he's going to be called the U.S. Agent. Yes. Uh, in the comics, he's kind of a sometimes hero, sometimes villain, kind of a just a little pain in the ass. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they did a great job casting someone with a very punchable face. For... Yes. He Who's doesn't a... look like he belongs in the Captain America helmet. Yeah, at all. No. I feel like they cast. Like, he is apparently a. Well, he's he's the son of Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn. Oh, is he? Okay. Oh, yeah, it's Wyatt Russell. And apparently he was in okay. some other show um, that I don't watch and was really good in that. So this is not an unknown person. Okay. But I almost feel like they picked him just because of the jaw so that he looks very punchable. Yeah. He was, too. He gets his he gets his noggin hit a few times. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but um, anyway, the real Captain America that we get. The real Captain America has a new costume. Yeah. Uh, uh, fashioned by the... Uh, uh, the Wakandans, they made uh, Sam a Captain America costume. I think that's the um, best, that the Captain America costume was made in Africa. Yes. Um, it's very 
it's very unlike anything we've seen from the Wakandans from a design standpoint. Yeah, it's true. It's, they, it's, they, they, they tend to go with blacks and, and sort of darker kind of solids. This Purple. is almost like a this is almost like an Easter egg. It's very white and colorful. Yeah, there's some red in there, there's a little trim. I mm -hmm. think it looks very Elvis and Vegas like. Yeah. So it's I very, like it. I like the look. Yeah, a lot of people it was very controversial. Yes. Um, it's very much like Sam Wilson's Captain America costume in the comics. Right. Um, and I so didn't know that, not, that. Yeah. yeah, I've never read the Sam Wilson run in the, the comics, but like I just saw I like how it pops and I like how it's gaudy. I'm I'm pretty into that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, controversial. I thought it was okay. Um, it doesn't look like it fits him perfectly. <laughs> no, that's true. He and he doesn't look super comfortable. And you and I have had this discussion, you know, off air, but like um, does the shield really fit the falcon? Like the falcon's gonna fly around. Yeah. Shield on your back. It's a vibranium metal. You don't necessarily just want to throw more metal on something that's flying. Well, the other weird thing is like you know he flies with the falcon suit. He's got the little uh, red one. Like he's got little drones on it. Uh huh. He even need and I thought he had guns at some point too. Oh yeah, he does. Yeah, he's had a gun in the past. Does he need a shield? Does he need the shield? I, mean, I, know, I know it's a symbol, but it doesn't. Like the symbol is the the star and everything like that. It's like you don't really need to be like yourself, I would think yeah. that it would just drag. Like you can't really put it on an arm too because you're going to be misbalanced. You put it on your chest, it's going to drag. Flight doesn't work this way. No, um, that all being like said, if you're when designing you, yeah. a plane, you don't just be like, you know what, you know what we need to do. We just need to throw something cool on top. <laughs> yeah, why not a shield? Yeah. Why not, you don't just hey we'll just put a big metal thing right here it's like no it's not the plan anymore yeah but it looks cool yeah and the action scene when he first yeah. gets the costume that's really cool yeah yeah um is there a villain problem on this show there may be because we because the main villain the group of like superpowered terrorists we haven't yet mentioned them uh -uh. <laughs> um i think one of them is, is named carly the main one, yeah, yeah, and that's a terrible name for a villain. Yeah, <laughs> hey, hey, it's Carly. Yeah, hi, hi, um, hi. I didn't think she was bad. I nope. just thought, and this actually leads into this next point. So, the original plot of this movie or this TV show um, had these terrorists with, uh, attempting to release a genetically engineered virus. Uh oh, that would, that would wipe out half of the population. Whoops. Yeah. So they decided to get rid of the virus mm -hmm. after they had filmed a bunch of these scenes. Oh boy. Yeah. Yeah. So you know the, the coronavirus pandemic starts in uh, you know late 2019, really hits the ground in 2020. This show comes out in 2021. There were a whole lots of rewrites, and they couldn't do even a lot of reshoots. Yep. They had to just kind of do some creative editing. Yeah. Which leaves which leaves us as watchers, we were like, there was lots of things that just kind of, you scratch your head and you're just like, that didn't make any sense. Yeah. We missed a whole, there's like a whole like plot point here that we missed. And it was the fact that they, you know, were trying to be sensitive and didn't want to make it seem like um, they were, you know, trying to capitalize on the tragedy that, that was the, the COVID pandemic. Yeah, and I, I do think this show really, the, we talked about how the penultimate episode is really good. Mm -hmm. And then the last one almost doesn't make sense in some places. And I think we've hit the nail on the head of exactly why. Yeah. Uh, I do wonder, one of the things that really doesn't make sense is the US agent is redeemed incredibly quickly. Yeah. He kills a dude Yep. with the shield Yeah. in he, like Berlin or, or Poland or something. Right. He fights the Falcon and Winter Soldier and almost kills Sam. He's got Sam. the shield. He's, he's coming down and Bucky uh, saves mm -hmm. him at the last second uh, in a very excellent core. That scene is, that's the, the action scene that's very powerful. That mm -hmm. fight is, uh, has character implications. And you know, you're taken away like this dude is villain. And then the next episode, he comes in and like, hey guys, I'm here to help. Yeah, it's like, oh, okay. Cool, dude. Cool. Um, uh, great. Awesome. 
follow me. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I'm convinced more happened. I'm yeah. You'll never convince me otherwise. I, I I would I would get I would venture to say that there's probably um, enough footage that they cut out that is at least one episode, if not more. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that there's a lot more sort of stuff. Yeah. I'm willing to give the writers enough credit because some of the series has been really well written that mm-hmm. this doesn't seem to make sense that they would suddenly drop out unless, you know, for the very good reasons why we've stated before. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, new segment alert. Mm. We're going to do with, with a lot of the sort of the new things with the MCU, um, particularly in this newest phase of the MCU, which is like all multiversal and all kinds of stuff. We're going to talk about dad implications. Mm-hmm. It's just implications where we put dad in front of it because it's dad talks. Okay. Um, so we have a new Captain America. Yep. Um, he's the first hero in the MCU that is uh, replaced. Yep. Like recast, essentially. Um, and not recast from a movie making standpoint, but just recast the role. Like we're going to have a new person be Captain America. Um, so it's a gent- so essentially Captain America is a job. Yes. I guess people could apply for it. Hmm. And, I, and I guess we get, uh, you know, a U.S. agent kind of applied and, you know, it didn't work out. And, he sure did not. And Sam applies and it, it worked out. Yeah. I, I love how he uh, applies the job by taking the job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's like Kramer. Like I work here now. <laughs> um, Except for competent. George. I think you mean George. Oh yeah, it's George. Yeah. It was Costanza that did that. Um, uh, so, what does that does that mean? Anything? Do you think for some of these other roles coming up? So, the characters that we've lost so far that we know we've lost: uh, Iron Man, uh, Black Widow, uh, you know, Chadwick Boseman's Black Panther, presumably is no longer part of the yeah, MCU. I think that's fair um, to say. Uh, so in comics, um, each of them, each main character, whether you want to think about Spider-Man, Captain America, Iron Man, any main character has been played by like seven different characters Yeah. over the course of time, right? Um, so outside of the MCU, let's, let's talk about Daredevil just as a character, right? He's been played not just by Matt Murdock, but by Iron Fist, Beast from the X Men, uh, Black Panther, Spider Man, and Electra. Okay, mm. they've all taken the role, the mantle of Daredevil. Uh, Captain America has been Bucky, Sam Wilson, Danielle Cage, who is the daughter of Luke Cage and Jessica Jones uh, in the future. Uh, Isaiah Bradley, who uh, uh, has a role in this uh, show, Clint Barton. And Scott Summers. Scott Summers seems like an odd one, but so, he, probably, so, he probably fits in the uniform. The yeah, that, that's the only reason. Like, <laughs> why would Captain America start shooting optic blasts? That makes no sense. It's an excellent question, and I and I I, I did look this up, and I, I have not actually gone to see um, what that actually looked like. Yeah, so that's maybe, maybe I will do that. Hey, writers, sometimes things are dumb. That's yeah. Dumb. So basically, every Marvel character has been played by another Marvel character. Yeah. So yeah. you know, we could have, you know, hey, it looks like there's a new Hawkeye. Kate Bishop is going to be Hawkeye now. Yeah. Maybe Clint Barton gets a Tony Stark suit. Sure. Why not? Why not? Like what? We can do this. So we've got Sam Wilson. He's now Captain America. Um, there could be a new Spider-Man. There could be a new Iron Man. There could be a new Black Widow. Kind of looks like they're going to do that with Yelena um, yeah. Belova. So, um, right. so yeah. So those, that's the first dad application. These are jobs, yes. and if you want to apply, I don't know what where you, like if there's human resources for the Avengers. <laughs> well, the the little known human resources department of the Avengers. I I do want to see more of the administration of the Avengers. Hopefully that'll yes. be something going forward. Oh my God, like who's doing the budgeting? Yeah, that's a big okay. building. Okay, let's pretend that they don't do it for personnel of the, the, the superheroes. Mm-hmm. There's a building there. There's Avengers HQ. There's gotta be a building manager. Mm-hmm. Someone There's has to handle a custodial force. Yes. Right? Um, Maintenance. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of roles to fill. Yeah, do we think, do we think like, you know, uh, you know, Captain America, is he changing light bulbs? 
Mm-mm. Yeah. He's a good dude, but he uh, yeah. he cannot who's be bothered. Do, who's doing the windows? Those windows, there's so many windows in Avengers. Uh, oh. Both of Avengers Tower and then later the, the complex up in you know? And those windows get broken all the time. Well, the whole thing's been destroyed. Where are the Avengers now? That's a good question. Post flip. Hmm. Yeah, hasn't been answered, even though we've, uh, we've seen like four movies and 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 about three or four TV shows that have all dealt with a post flip world, but there's no like central location where the Avengers are. Hmm. So, um, so we get the beginnings now. Kind of another pandemic point. Um, this this predates in, in how it came out. This one came out right before Black Widow came out during last summer. Uh, in if had we not had a pandemic, uh, Black Widow would have come out the previous summer, and this would have come out probably um, in the spring of two thousand twenty-one, and it would have been longer, and it would have had a virus uh, storyline. Um, but we would have seen already. Uh, our favorite perfect person in the entire universe, Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Um, Speaking Contessa, of Seinfeld, yeah. Yeah, as Contessa Valentina Allegra de Fontaine. Mm-hmm. Um, she recruits at the end of, uh, she's, she's clearly recruiting um, Yelena at the end of Black Widow to kill, to kill um, Hawkeye. Yep. So, but we don't see that till later. We get introduced to her in this show as somebody working for something and she's recruiting us agents to be right. part of something right now it could be something like the thunderbolts i think that's the implication that's the implication now uh we, we actually just lost um sadly john hurt passed away um who played uh, uh thunderbolt um ross in the, the mcu my guess is that role will either be taken up by um, this character, Julian's character, or it'll be recast. Yeah. If they do want to bring in a Red Hulk, they probably have to recast it. Right? They would have had um, to do that anyhow. Yeah. <laughs> he was already old. So. Well, he actually wasn't. He was only, in, I think he was in the 60s. I still don't think that's good for being Red Hulk. That's too old. Maybe, but you can, I mean, it's mostly CGI. So, I mean, you don't really necessarily have to run around. Maybe they have somebody else in the you can just do the voice. Sure, possibly. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, so, so so far we've got our fake uh, Captain America. We've got um, JLD. We've mm-hmm. got Yelena mm-hmm. uh, from both the Black Widow movie and in uh, Hawkeye. And then uh, it's kind of a throwaway scene in Shang-Chi, but we get Abomination mm-hmm. is back for well, reasons. Is, is he back or is it a different Abomination? I'm not entirely... It's supposed to be uh, abomination, abomination. And it fact, looks like abomination. Yeah, and, it, and it's uh, the same actor. Hmm. Uh, I can't remember his name. Same actor. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, so they've got you know the, the beginnings of a team. The Thunderbolts are kind of a um, not really a bad Avengers, but kind of a kind of a bad Avengers. Aren't, aren't they kind of a Suicide Squad? A little bit, a little bit. Yeah, and maybe they can execute. A Suicide Squad better than the done with uh, the DC universe. <laughs> well, I hear the last one was better. It was definitely so, better. Yeah, yeah, but it's still not you know MCU quality yet. It the last one's different. It's fun. It's fun to watch. It's just a very different kind of experience. Yeah. But uh, yeah, the, I think the only thing that DC has done that's sort of even on the same level as an MCU film is probably the Batman. That came yeah. Out. The Batman, basically, like another version of the Nolan, not not the same, right? But like right. A, a different, different idea. Yeah, because right? it doesn't look like it fits in it a can't. world where yeah. there's magic. And no, heroes. Yeah, it can't work. They they haven't figured out how to do a universe that's coherent, and uh, you know, fun. Let's put it that way. <laughs> and I will tell you, while the Batman is good, I, it, it's not. Oh, it is not fun at all. No, it's, it's a, a little bit like I mean, it's a lot like watching a, a like a, a three or four back to back criminal minds episode. Yeah, uh, it's a lot of seven. It's very much like seven. <laughs> it's a PG thirteen version of seven. Yeah, um, or maybe uh, what was the 
the Zodiac. Oh, Zodiac. Oh, Zodiac. Yeah. yeah. Also very much like Zodiac. It's so yeah. much like Zodiac. It's it's almost copied from Zodiac. But anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we certainly have these, these implications affect Captain America 4, yeah. which was announced right after the series concluded. Right. Uh, and presumably it will star Sam Wilson as Captain America. I uh, no think word that's, yet. I guess no word yet because apparently they're in contract negotiations, but I think that's almost assured. Yeah, that's, that's, it's, it would be really weird to recast him now. Yeah. <laughs> um, my guess is, my guess is, is they just didn't have a contract yet. But, you know, it's right. All, but all, all, everybody wants it to happen and do it. Yep. And it has, I think it has been announced that there is going to be a Captain America 4. Um, the one thing I wouldn't be, wouldn't be surprised if there, if there's no Bucky in America, in Captain America 4. Right. Like maybe they do something else with Bucky. Yeah. Bucky's arc is pretty well set by now. So they, they could decide he's done, which would be okay. Yeah. But he's, he's good and uh, has interesting things to do. But yeah, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know what else Bucky could do. Yeah, I mean, Bucky could also sort of, um, you know, get into the world of, you know, the, the Black Widow stuff. Sure. You, know, if you, you know, if you wanted to bring him along in, in like a Yelena training kind of standpoint, I don't know. But uh, yeah, and we'll probably also get some, you know, we mentioned that Sharon Carter might be a scrawl. We'll probably get a little bit of implication from this show into Secret Avenger. Yeah. Or Secret Invasion. Right. Yeah, we'll find out what the Power Broker's actually up to. That That is a hanging thread left over. Mm-hmm. The other thing that might happen with the Thunderbolts, um, you know, we had Civil War, where basically the government kind of, the governments of the world sort of say to all the superheroes, hey, you guys screwed up. You need to be held accountable. Mm-hmm. If you're doing things that we don't want you to do, you're under arrest. You know, we're not going to tolerate that. Right. Then all that stuff went away. It totally did. <laughs> They're like, yeah, forget that. Yeah, forget like, it. You know, yeah. you know, there was some, I guess they were just like, oh, you destroyed this airport? Never mind. Yeah. So, um, and then they saved the day and brought back half of the population. But there could be, I guess, down the road somewhere where, you know, another superhero does something that, you know, or gets framed for doing something that's terrible. And then they outlaw superheroes again. So that there has to be this Thunderbolt group that goes down and hunts down superheroes. It's happening. Yeah. They could decide that the Sokovia Accords are still in effect. They seem mm-hmm. to have, they didn't repeal them by any means. They just sort of ignore them. Right, right. So, um, and even in the in Infinity War, we, we uh, you know, the scene where, where Captain America comes back to Avengers uh, headquarters, uh, Ross is on the video thing saying, hey, arrest this man. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they're like, what the heck, yeah. So, it's like no, we're not going to do that. That's just not happening. So we could see, but we could see these thunderbolts. Like, I will guarantee that this group of thunderbolts is going to fight some good guys. Yeah, I will that, guarantee it. I don't know that they will all be bad, but we will definitely see a fight between the two. Because even if there's like a good character in there, it would still fight somebody else. Yeah, because they have to fight. Yeah, <laughs> we've we've established that. that that's yeah. what they do. Mm-hmm. Anything else? Last minute. Uh... Yeah, I, I, I want to talk about the, uh, the that this a lot of this storyline, the Isaiah Bradley stuff. That all comes from a comic run called uh, Truth, Red, White, and Black. So mm-hmm. that that was re- a comic done in the early two thousands. I want to say, uh, really cool. I haven't. <laughs> I, I think the most impressive thing is that they actually had the the audacity to adapt this story. Yeah, because it deals as in the show just deals explicitly with race and the mm-hmm. idea that the government could do something bad. That theme is brought up again later on. There's another really good uh, comic run. There's called uh, Blue Marvel, another mm-hmm. hero. The idea of another retro. I love the idea of having this alternate history. So they, they go back like, oh, these were the heroes from the 40s or from the 60s. You didn't know about it because people are racist and like that's yeah. that's basically the the, the mm-hmm. gist of it mm-hmm. i i yeah. think the implications they could do more of these other one-off things that deal specifically with subjects and try to retroactively work it into the mcu mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um what they the the dynamic between sam and isaiah is really interesting 
Um, you know, Isaiah is somebody that's uh, been uh, beaten down by his government. Yep. Um, you know, he was tested on, he was imprisoned. Uh, you know, everything that you hear about with uh, stuff like the Tuskegee experiments back right. in the, what was it, the 20s and 30s, um, different things with regards to like any, 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 you can do, research a lot of this stuff what what, the, what our government has done to people of color and african-americans in particular over the course of our history is awful not just slavery slavery is maybe the worst thing that we've done but is by no means the only bad thing that we've done as a nation and this sort of just points it out it's just like you know yes i was i was a hero but i can't wear the flag yeah right and that's where Sam has to come from, right? Like he's got to come from the idea that, okay, I've been a soldier, but I'm confronted with this fact out in the world where um, I have to choose between my gut and, you know, my devotion to Captain America. You know, he loved Steve. Um, so there's, there's that whole thing. And I think that's where you get the, um, you know, Captain America's suit made in Africa where you can get that sort of that balance where he can finally feel comfortable in that skin and that um, armor. Yeah. I, I think it's, it's super cool that the MCU doesn't only adapt the most famous comic runs. And if there's a common criticism of the, what they try to do with the DCEU is like, let's just take the most famous comic book stories, which is the dark Knight, mm -hmm. uh, any other, yeah, it's going to be the killing joke. It's going to be, yeah. um, you know, the, 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 the main apocalypse story. Um, exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> They've done like, yeah, Justice League War. So like they, they only do the big things. And as opposed to doing the interesting things or stuff that could be, I don't think most people know Red, White and Blue. I didn't know until after the show came out. And I'm like, oh yeah, this, this happened back then. It, it was a limited run and just a little story that, that, uh, that really adds color you know and really makes a, a good way to use the superhero tropes to explore things about our society yeah yeah excellent all right and on, and on that note yes that is the final note <laughs> that is um thank you for listening again rate subscribe review unsubscribe re-subscribe re-rate re-review you can do that multiple times if you want to like if you've got like multiple phones, like if you've got a work phone too, go ahead and subscribe to our podcast through like all the different apps too. Like you can do Apple, uh, we don't like Spotify, but you can do Podbean, you can do uh, Overcast, any yeah. of the other ones where you get them. All right. We're, Thank we're you, Shane. Somewhere. Yeah. Thank you, sure. Michael. <laughs>